Hello, and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. Uh, my name is Jack, and with me today in the podcast recording studio is... Um... Yes, and today's very special and action-packed podcast, we have uh, the Jensen Button news and what's going on with him at Williams, uh, some Red Bull news, some Ferrari predictions, 737 Max's Drive to Survive, Esteban Ocon, Nick Heidfeld, and many, many other things. Rashab, what would you like to start off the podcast with today? Okay, wait a minute. I'm just going to start off on a tangent. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Just look up the Black Shape Prime. The, wait, wait, the what Prime? Black Shape. Okay. Uh, can you explain to the listeners who are not looking this up what this is? They're probably looking it up, but still, um, it's a plane. It's a two-seater Ooh, I see. It's a sports plane. Is that a Russian flag on the back of it, I see? I think it is. Yeah, they use them in like, the Air Force in some places. Oh, cool. I it's very sporty. On it, though. Absolutely. And I like the little designs on it. Very nice looking. Yeah. Um, in that case... We're gonna have to get a plane. Yeah. It, we're we gonna have to get a plane. And not only that, I think I have the plane for us to get. Because yesterday, I saw quite a few of them. Uh, it is the 737 Max, and although it's had many crashes, two crashes, uh, it looked great flying yesterday. Um, Rashab, are you excited to fly on it? No. <laughs> Alright, alright. Uh, any reasons in particular? The crashes. Okay, alright. Uh, I've done, like, five minutes of research about it. Uh, it, it seems okay now. Uh, I'm excited to fly on it. You could say that about a Tesla, but... Um, Tesla's explode. Right, but, you know... Yeah, t- Tesla's explode. You gotta be safe in this sort of a case. Mm-hmm. I-, I do hope it isn't a Tesla. I hope it's a, um, a plane. Um, and it should be fun to fly on. But I think that could be a good private jet for us. Also, Boeing released a render of it um, in a private configuration and thought that would look interesting. Uh, no, and for all the listeners who are thinking that I'm going to say, and recently I designed my own private version of it, no, I didn't have the time. Bro. I am serious. Okay. It's the first time that I have not had the time to do that. The problem with the 737 is so huge. You yes. You lose yourself. True. Also, I don't think either of us could fly it right now. Whereas I feel pretty confident flying a Cessna, even though I don't have a license. Oh, that's the best thing about the Black Cape Prime. I don't believe you need a license to fly it. Oh, brilliant! Ultralight aircraft. Uh, in Russia, do you not need a license? Or in America, do you not need a license? I mean, I think in America... All right, all right. In that case, well, and we're going to be buying a black shape prime for those who are wondering. That's going to be the technically F one plane I'm when we get, get enough money. Soon. Yeah, we're going to get a skyscraper, and then we're going to buy the Microsoft campus because um, that's big as well. Um, okay. and, and eventually, we're going to buy the Earth and rename it technically F one. That's the um. That's sort of the next few steps. And flat earthers will be calling it a fiat earth. A a fiat earth, yes, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, 
Can we end this tangent then, Rashab, and yes. go to the Jensen Button Williams news? So, for those Jensen who haven't... Williams. <laughs> Jensen Button Williams news. That title itself says a lot about what's going on in that man's career. But no, no, Jensen is not going to drive for Williams. He's not taking Latifi's seat, sadly. He's going to Williams at, in some sort of an advisory role. I mean, it's going to move Jensen's career forward in some way, or at least that's what he said. And, and the driver's career backwards. Apparently, he's also going to be driver coaching Nicholas Latifi and not really George yeah. Russell. Because, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves here. What can Button teach George Russell that he doesn't already not know? George Russell, the other guy. Uh, Latifi. One, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe he should teach some of the other Williams young drivers. Uh, who did they have? He needs to teach Kubica. I thought Kubica was at Alfa Romeo. Yeah, he he should be. Yeah, but um, but he should learn anyways. Yeah, maybe just not how to crash into yeah, side pole barrier things and mean. not get his hand or arm completely ripped off. Like that, that was quite bad, actually. It was completely ripped off. Uh, no, I can drive to survive though. Uh, I mean, he doesn't really use that arm all that much. He sort of drives one-handed for, like, 90% of the races. Imagine driving through knees in a F1 car. Yeah, he actually only shifts gear with one hand and drives mostly with one hand. It's pretty insane, I gotta say. But apparently, Kubica won a DTM race. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe he just needs a robotic arm. Maybe that'd make him faster. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Doubtful, but maybe. Um, alright. make him crash a little bit less. Alright, yep, yep, we'll say that as well. Um, Rashab, who should Button coach right now in F1, now that he's sort of becoming this driver coach? Who do you think he should coach? Hamilton. Hamilton, alright. he should use a coach. Maybe. Hamilton's not all that great. Everybody's just like, oh yeah. my god, he's so amazing. He, he beat Michael Schumacher. Okay, no one cares. Right. Michael Schumacher really a standard? I rate Kimi ahead of Hamilton in my mind. Yeah, and you also rate him ahead of Schumacher. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I rate Kimi and Schumacher roughly on the same level. But so that I'm not killed, I, I put Lewis in the same-ish level mm-hmm. as the other two. Not personally, the though, personally, though, Lewis is below them. I'm, Lewis, I'm great. He had it a little bit easier than them. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Lewis started at a race-winning car at McLaren. Nothing wrong with that, nothing at all. But we have to remember, Michael started at a car that could get points on barely a weekly basis at Jordan, and Kimmy started at Sauber, which was not a good car at the time. Yeah, but Kimmy, Kimmy kind of like he kind of almost bankrupted Lotus with his bonuses. Oh yeah, <laughs> nineteen million dollar bonus. <laughs> Nineteen yeah, million dollar euro. That was nineteen million euro. Yeah, 19 million it was expen. Was it like race winning or was it podiums? It it was some sort of deal was that points. was. Oh yeah, yeah. You get to a certain amount of points, and he would just get nineteen million euros. Kimmy, you're a bit crazy, but a legend nonetheless. I feel like that's the only thing that made him like a champion. The man. <laughs> Now it's just a hobby. After that year, it's just a hobby. That's a good point. It is just a hobby. But in the Kimi Raikkonen video, shameless plug, um, I say that I think he should be a four-time world champion, not a one-time. And I'm going to run through the years. 
2003, he would have won it if his engine hadn't blown in the race leading up to the championship decider. 2005, if the tire rules weren't there, or if McLaren had simply pitted him, um, or essentially just told him to come in for the pit, he would have won that season. And 2008, if Lewis Hamilton hadn't smashed into the back of him at like 100, not like 60 miles per hour, uh, he would have won that season as well because he would have had enough points from that race. So, um, Kimmy should be a four-time world champion. And, yeah. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's sort of like going back in history and fixing the little elements. But then again, by that math, Schumacher should be a 90-70 trillion-time world champion. Um, yeah. So, you can't really do that, can you? Um... The next thing on our list, though, Shab, is we were talking about this before the podcast, and you mentioned it you bring this up on the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, what day the 9-11? Yes, exactly. So, you, when did you say you think the best year oh, for yeah, the Porsche 911 like is? the rear end of the 2017 model. I like the model okay. designation. Absolutely. Uh, but I like the bonnet of the new one. Yeah. And I think the front or the front headlights are better on the 2020 model than they are on the um, the 2017 model. I like the they have four individual lights around the main central light. I don't know if that's just me, but I like that. Oh, you know what was the what was the best year for Porsche? All right, let's hear it. Like 2015. Oh, really? All right, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. There, you can't really compete with that car, can you? It, it's just sort of OP in every category. Mm. Yeah. But, but. But, I hear a butt coming uh, on, alright. Have you, have you seen, like, the old, um, like, 912s and stuff? Uh, I think I may have. Let's see. Porsche 912. Uh, let me look that up. Uh, is it? What year is that from, like, the 70s, or? I don't know exactly what year, but, uh, it's some time ago. Okay, 9-12. I have never... Let's see. Have I seen this? Oh, I have! Oh, it's sort of like a a different-looking Porsche 911. It's like an elongated one. It says it's air-cooled, but I thought most Porsche 911s were air-cooled, unless I'm mistaken. I probably the am. Turbos. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I think... Imagine if they made a 912 now, like a longer 911. I'd be all for it. Yeah, but, um... I would think the old 911s, like, vintage. Yeah. I mean, I don't like... I also like somewhat newer ones, like 997s are kind of cool. I, I like the, the front n- gap, though. Yeah. 991.2, I think, is my favorite portion of 11 generation, but... Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's the second most recent one, and the th- reason why I don't like the most recent one more is simply because of that rear tail light. It ruins the aesthetic of it. It's a wraparound, for those who don't know. it. Um, the main tail light wraps around the entire back of the car. Um, it, it just ruins the aesthetic. Yeah. I'm horrified by Porsche's decision to do that. It looks like a Bugatti, um, Bugatti Chiron, and... Why would you have to do that, Porsche? Just why? 
All right. Uh, uh, do you mind then if I go and talk about the Aston Martin Red Bull thing where we're talking about their sponsorship and how they don't have Aston Martin as a sponsor anymore? Yeah. All right. Great. Sum that whole thing up right there. Yeah. So we were saying before the podcast listeners that we think that Red Bull really could suffer because they don't have the Aston Martin sponsorship. And some may be wondering why that is. Well, let's just look at teams like Williams. Williams used to be sponsored by Martini. Um, Then they lost that sponsorship and they didn't do too well in uh, in 2018 or 2019 and 2020 they didn't score a single point so yikes uh hopefully in 2021 they'll score many points with george russell and a good car and yay but really 2020 uh 2022 is the big hope I um hope 2018 is a good year too. i mean i think they got some points right not a podium but they got some points i know they got a podium in 2017 that oh, car I'm was. About Porsche again. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the Williams. It's not terrible. Twenty eighteen. It's okay. It's sort of like a meh car, really. Alrighty. Twenty eighteen GT three. Nine nine seven GT three or nine nine. And for those who don't know, a nine nine seven or a nine eight. That's sort of like the code uh, to tell you what sort of generation it is of uh, Porsche nine eleven. So nine nine seven, but the nine nine seven kind of has a gap at the front, which I don't really like. Oh, I can't tell if that's for. I think that is for air, right? That's not just panel gap, because yeah, that'd be some pretty atrocious panel gap. If it was a blended hood, I would agree with you. That'd probably be the best, um, best Porsche nine eleven in recent history. The one but thing I hate, I hate more than anything. Okay, is the Turbo S. Oh. Really? The racing strip, the hate them. And they never do it in a good color. Have you seen, like, the golden black one? It's just so ugly. Personally, I wasn't... I mean, at first I thought the stripes were carbon fiber. And I thought, oh, that's cool. They've done a golden carbon fiber 9-11 exclusive. I thought that was cool. Then I realized it was this sort of flat matte black, which really only looked great in, like, a couple of conditions. But really, everywhere else it looked horrible. Um, and oh, the bumper is just guys. bad. Yeah, like, how old? Uh, I think I saw like, one at the Porsche um, Museum. That's in Germany, for those who are wondering. Where else would that be? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. England? Why would it be in England? Again, I don't know, but why not? Okay, <laughs> uh, I mean... 95 was a good year for Targa. They made, like, almost like a coupe Targa. Yeah, yeah. And the roof, yeah, I mean, yeah. in the end with Targa, until you take the roof off, you want it to be as sort of blended with the car as possible. I, but I love how the new Targa roof is. The 992 Targa's okay. 1980s Targa's were also pretty cool looking. Yep. Ooh, uh, quick interruption, Bashab. Did you see that the BMW M5 Competition Sport has just dropped? That is very cool looking. And sorry, listeners who are 
hoping to listen for F1 stuff. I'll skip ahead like a minute or so. This is just a car talk before we get into F1. M5CS. Take a look at that. It sort of looks like the um, our old friend, the Grillmeister 69420, a.k.a. the BMW M3 and M4, uh, except it doesn't have as big of a grill. They've just sort of retouched the styling. It's classic BMW. Oh my god, your neighbor should have gotten a 420i. Oh, eh, well, well, M420i. well, I mean, <laughs> it would certainly add something to their collection of odd gangster looking BMWs, but it would, the yeah, 2017, 2017. M420. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, oh, you know what's funny? What? Auto Trader uh, released a video on it. Oh, alright. And you know how many likes it got? Uh, 42069. No, just 69. Even better. Same price. Or, no, it's not the same price as the Tesla Model S. I think that's 69420, isn't it? The price of it is like some other number. Yeah, Musk yeah. did a meme with the price of it. Um, that's the, the only thing I can respect with Elon Musk. The is 70900 Oh, alright. Yeah. Which is, like, a little bit more. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, in that case, Michelle, do you mind if I go and talk about the outrageous Ferrari predictions? Yes, okay. So, Michelle, no last... Ferrari's gonna do anything worth noting. Right. Last year, or last podcast, you said you think Ferrari's going to finish in, like, second or third, right? No, I feel like they're going to finish higher than some teams. Well, yes, yes, they will. Unless they finish last, they will finish most definitely higher than some teams. <laughs> what a deduction. Um, yeah, so do you, where do you think they're going to, where do you think they predict they're going to be? I predict that they're going to be somewhere on the grid assuming they don't go out of business. Alright, alright. That's a a nice and safe bet. They said they think they're going to be third as a minimum, but hoping to fight for the championship. Now, unless unless you're telling me that their engine is suddenly rocket propelled and their car has downforce so good you can't even see it and their wheels are made out of glue I don't think they're going to be doing that because the current Mercedes and Red Bull cars are quite speedy as well as the fact that I think McLaren is going to be a brilliant car wait another another tangent on our skyscrapers oh Um, yes yes the technically F1 skyscraper put it in Dubai, so we can have it be taller than the Burj Khalifa. I mean, wouldn't that just be like a bad idea? I mean, or fine. Uh, be hated by everybody else. Good, good point. All the locals will hate us because we've ruined the main attraction of Dubai. Now, you know what we'll do? We'll put it in England. That's where we're going to base technically F1. We're going to put it in England. Put it in Germany. It's a good point, actually. It's closer to the Nürburgring. Yeah, why don't we do that? Just sit above the Nürburgring. Imagine we build a skyscraper that has such a massive base that you literally just put it on top of the Nürburgring. 
Obviously, the dirt green, the cars can still drive under it because uh, there's some sort of support system. Uh, that'd be incredible. Or imagine like if it was going last bottom. Or something like the track or whatever, Abu Dhabi or something like that. You know what we could do? We could put it directly on top of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix track. That would make racing a Isn't lot more interesting a, there. Isn't there already a building above that? Yeah, yeah, but I think if we put it directly on the racing line, uh, it would make the racing more interesting. Oh, yeah, more crashes. Why yeah, yeah. put it on an aircraft carrier? Oh, brilliant. So we can take it wherever we want. Exactly. Exactly. There's water there. Yeah, so maybe not like middle of Russia, but most other places. Oh, but you know what? You know what a good 911 is? We're going back to Porsche 911s then. Yes, speaker. Yes, all right. I, I dig- that is a brilliant I Porsche 911. I, I expect like 90 spider. of them before they took it off the website. They had it on the website? Yeah, at one point they had it on the configurator. Oh, usually they don't have all the fancy stuff. Yeah, they had it for a couple weeks. Okay, wait, yeah. uh, but the R or whatever, the, how do you use it, the, how do you call it, the 911, the 911R, the, the yeah. GT3R, I like no, the GT3R, the oh, alright, that had the green stripes on it, right? Yellow. Yellow? Well, I mean, there's probably multiple of them. Alright, let's see, 911R, I, oh, wait, no, the one that I'm seeing has red stripes. There's probably multiple. Oh, I see the one. It's the um, it's the one that doesn't I have a wing. Red, I see green. I see blue. Okay. I see gray. Um, I see black on I mean, black or red. I see pink. I don't know who but bought that, the but they're horrible. All right. Them, they, they've done it this way, where the white is done well. I changed my mind. 911R, that's going to be my favorite Porsche. That's brilliant. Really? That's your favorite Porsche? I don't know. I mean, it is expensive. It is very expensive. It is $500,000. The 550 is $3 Oh, alright. Actually, it's not that expensive in comparison to that. But the 550 was made in the 50s. Right, exactly. So It's an amazing car. You know, no, I think my favorite, mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's too tough. I don't have a favorite car at this point. Or style of cars they like. But I kind of normally prefer modern supercars. Yeah. But I like some old cars like Targas and 550s. Yeah, so do you have a favorite F1 car? Because I do. I don't know. F1 cars, I mean, I suppose I kind of like the, um, the RC100. There's right. never really raced. Yeah. I would say the um, Williams FW11B. Uh, that's a brilliant car. And it almost won Nigel Mansell the championship. And anything uh, Nigel Mansell is good. Mm-hmm. Anything but, Nigel Mansell. But, um, do you have a favorite GT4 car? Uh, yeah, yeah. That 911 GT4 that came out in like 2018 or 2019. Or was it a... Or was it a 718 GT4. It was a 718 GT4. Came in or the. Actually, no. Forget it. Maserati, um, their GT4 car. That was brilliant for a little while before the Porsche was faster. And it looked good as well. Sounded okay. Okay, but have you seen the uh, Aston Martin GT4 body kit on the Vanquish? Uh, I saw it on the Vantage. Yeah, the the Vantage one. 
the suspension was too high and the wing was too big for the suspension height. But other than that, cracking car. Brill- brilliant car there. Uh, but what used to happen next is Ferrari needs a GT4 car. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say for a Roma GT4 or Ferrari 812 GT4. Not an A12, a Roma, I'd say. Mm. I mean, the Roma, the Roma's kind of cheap. Yeah. Mm. But but I think it's sort of the essence of what the GT4 cars are right now. The Cayman is not the most expensive Porsche sports car. It's the most expensive Cayman, though. True, true. But the Vantage is not the most expensive Aston Martin. Even though the GC4 is the most expensive Vantage, I mean, it might be the most. I think it might be the most expensive one that they currently make. No, I think the DBS is right. All oh, right, it's amazing. I know for I Bond, they... they could only have like one or two actual DBSs on set before they had the rest of them had to be um sent cars. Oh, there's also a DB11 though. I'm not sure. They... Oh yeah, they still make them, but they've ruined them. Yeah, I think they started putting V8s in them, and yeah, I'm not a fan of that. V8. I know, but their V12s are glorious, glorious yeah. Aston Martin V12s. Yeah. Then again, I think any car with the V12 you can just describe as a glorious. No. Really? The trucks. But trucks, do trucks really have V12s? I mean, there probably is a truck that has a V12. All right, all right, fine. So not bump, everything with a V12 truck. is... <laughs> Bentley I, truck, all right. It annoys me how people call Bentley Ventegas Bentley truck. I agree. I don't really like that. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, do you mind okay, if, if I quickly to... brag about our latest video? Sure. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm looking at people So our most recent video came out this morning, mind you, eight hours ago. Has 33 views. That is more views than we have subscribers on our channel. Uh, I'm quite pleased with that. It's called Kimi Räikkönen's or uh, Kimi Räikkönen F1's greatest of all time. So go watch that if you haven't already. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. Uh, anyways, okay. I'm going to um, go. Oh, mind if okay. I go to the next thing? One sec. Uh, so, uh, all right. The 702 uh, Sid. Just look that up. Okay. Is that a truck? It's supposed to be. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't see it. 702 Sid? Whoa! Crazy. It's kind of old. I'm not gonna lie. Alright, I've got a truck for you to look up. What? Uh, look up Oshkosh trucks. They're like these military crazy trucks. If I ever had to take a, um, you know, any, you know how there's this craze right now, Rashab, where people oh my turn. God. Yes. You know Come where on. there's no really. I no. don't know. I I think it's pretty cool. Okay, I like the yeah. um. I like I like the big one with the massive front grill. I gotta say I'm a fan. You know there's this craze right now where people turn big old military trucks into camper vans, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I would turn that into a camper van. I just think that'd be amazing. I think that'd be brilliant. Okay, if I were turning a military vehicle into a, a camper of some sort, it wouldn't be a, like a camper, a bus or whatever. It would be a camping plane. A camping plane? 
All right. Have like a like a seven forty seven or something or a golf stream. Oh wait, I thought you meant something that we actually or that you would have to um you know be able to fly because like I, I mean if it was just a house yeah I'd have a seven forty seven it's it's massive, but if it's something I had to fly I think the seven twenty seven would probably be the best compromise between space and flying ability even though I still can't fly one like, it's just I too bad to, I want to like fly, be able to fly a plane but it'd I, be interesting I, I mean, like what about like what if there's like a plane a tiny house plane a house plane a tiny house plane though. tiny house plane because you okay. can fly it around it would be like, kind of sporty yeah all you right can, like, live in it all right all right all right. Uh, can I go to the next topic then? Yeah. Tiny ass plane. All right. Drive to Survive three season three. Now I have been wondering this, uh, and I've been meaning to make a video on this. Uh, where is Drive to Survive season three? At this point, though, we're covering out of the February. podcast. I'm not going to make a video about that. I'm just going to say I'm a horrible F1 fan because I watched Drive to Survive. No matter. Rishabh, first of all, do you watch Drive to Survive on yeah, Netflix? I've, I've okay. I, I watched it like a year ago or something, over a year, like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Don't smash Gunter's door. That That's all I can recommend to any <laughs> fans. Don't smash Gunter's door. No, you know, you didn't say don't smash it, but don't. Don't hang out with Gunter Steiner. That that could be the first action. Don't demonetizing word. Uh, yeah, yeah, a word that will get us demonetized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, personally, I'm excited to see the episode they do for the Russian Grand Prix because apparently they were following Mercedes that race, and that was the race where Hamilton got those penalties. So another race where we can relive Hamilton's woes could be interesting. Another episode would probably interesting in my mind. Although I don't like that Sebastian Vettel will probably be memed in that, especially considering I'm a Vettel fan. Watch Bernie Sanders show up at the races. All right. Wait, is that the meme? That's the meme where he's wearing the mittens, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that is that is top quality memes. I, I gotta say, top quality. Somebody edited that. I, I kid you not. For him to be right in front of my house. <laughs> no, somebody literally, I mean... Obviously, probably a family member or something took Google Maps, right? And they've edited him in front of our house. Why would they do that? I don't know, but it is very funny. They should have edited him inside of your house, just looking out the window. That's a good point. That'd be also very good. All right. Imagine yep. they took out of your house because their parents thought there was someone breaking in. Yeah, yeah, they thought Bernie Sanders had broken in. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine the scenes. Alright. Uh, okay, what's the next topic? Next topic is, is Esteban Ocon overrated? Now, I have my opinion on this, but I'd oh, like you to go obvious. first. I mean, he's not really rated currently. Okay. Like, he's not good. Well, Hamilton said he was good at one point. I think it was 2018. And he said it was a shame that he was not staying at Force India. I mean, that being said, look where Ocon's career has gone, and look where Perez's career has gone. Perez is off to Red Bull, and Ocon's staying at Alpine and about to get trounced by Fernando Alonso. So. Perez is good. Perez actually had talent then, too. Yes, but he also has talent at riling up his teammates and not letting them get the best out of themselves. He's very, he's, he's 
never had a good teammate. He has had a good teammate. Kamuvi Kobayashi was brilliant in, I mean, other seasons of F1. Oh, Obviously not in 2012. The what? He invented the Kobayashi shake, or is that some different guy? I think it must be a different guy. The Kobayashi I'm thinking of is the one who got a podium in 2012. Uh, the guy I'm thinking of won the Coney Island Hot Dog Festival or whatever. Nope. Very different guy, <laughs> then. I, the Kobayashi I'm talking about, I think, won Lamar this year. Mm. So now all he has to do is win the... Um... Oh, he's with Toyota. Yeah, yeah, he was with Toyota, but he wasn't with Alonzo, uh, which means I think Alonzo lost Lamar this year, which is too bad for him. But then again, I think Toyota's beginning to hate him. Um, just in, in general, they just don't like him anymore. But that's what happens. Ah, I mean, Renault wants him back. Mercedes wouldn't Why, mind him. Ferrari like... would love him back right now. They're annoyed that they took Carlos Sainz over Alonso. Okay, well, that, that was... They just really... They're, they're not very good at making decisions. I mean, they had a couple of really great options on the table. They had Daniel Ricciardo, they had Fernando Alonso, and they had Nick Schumacher all on the table, and they chose Carlos Sainz. Nothing yeah, against Sainz. Really he's good. fine. He's fine. Absolutely. But he is not Fernando Alonso, and he's not Daniel Ricciardo. We don't okay, know whether he's, he's as not, good as Nick Schumacher. Not, like, I mean, Fernando should be retiring soon. Yes. Agreed, Carlos but Sainz it would be brilliant if he came back. He's a good driver, and he can, like, hold the spot for longer. Mm. And he might actually get higher than 10th place in a race. But he's going to get replaced by Mick Schumacher in two years, nonetheless, yeah, no matter how happen. well he does. Like, no matter what he does. By George, George Russell in two uh, years. Like, not even in two years. I bet, like, this year or something. Toto is getting so pissed. He's no longer giving interviews where he's talking kindly about the entire situation. Toto is, is infuriated. Okay, Toto should just stop giving interviews. No, the funnier thing is he's like, yeah, so we're coming to some really, really terminal parts of the contract where either side is going to have to make uh, trade-offs, which would be extremely annoying, both monetarily and, I mean, just a, a massive angry Toto speech to some reporter. I mean, first of all, Toto, why did you interview or let yourself get interviewed? And second of all... Oh my god, like, especially after, uh, I'm just in the interview where he was describing, like, his, like, younger days. Not uh, no, no. in school, not very, uh, smart, whatever, not very good in school, not very good at sports, and <laughs> not very good at ladies either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said, yeah. I mean, it, it's clearly not paying off for Mr. Toto Wolf, is it? I mean, he's still stuck in negotiations with Lewis Hamilton, who seems to be not, not too... very good at work. He's not very good. He's <laughs> um, not very good at sports either. Yeah, I mean, oh, one second. <coughs> That's a sneeze, but I don't have COVID. Don't worry. Um, I should hope yeah. you're going to school. Like... Tomorrow, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. tomorrow Don't worry, it's not COVID, it's dust. Are you sure? I'm positive. I'm very positive. Um, yeah. COVID positive. God damn it, Rashawn. Okay, alright. Alright, let's just just move on. Let's move on. Um, can we just go back to Ocon being completely overrated? Because... I think he's completely overrated. Yeah, well, he kind of is. 
If he's rated at all, he's overrated. Alonzo has said that he's going to be an interesting benchmark next year. Uh, Alonzo speak, what that means is that he's going to completely trounce him in the first race of the season and Ocon's career will be completely over. Just like Jensen Button, Stoffel Van Dorns, and Felipe Massa after they got finished being teammates to Eyebrow Man. Eyebrow Man? Eyebrow Man. Oh, wait. That's what I'm going to call Fernando Alonso, Eyebrow Man. Although I do respect him as a driver. He's quite good. Him and Vettel, two of the drivers that nobody understands, even though they're both medium equally. Everybody understands Vettel. Everybody loves Vettel. Well, except for the people who meme him, but I mean, yes. Bro, how can you not love Vettel? Vettel's his own team by himself. Exactly. At he's some also point, part of the FIA. <laughs> yeah, I hope he creates Sebastian Vettel racing at some point. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. It'll be him and Mick Schumacher and Kimmy. That'll, that'll be it's great. A title sponsor. It'll be technically F1 that'll racing. Exactly. Uh, we'll be the title sponsor and Kimmy will be the engine sponsor. Bois. No, he'll be like the, he'll be the alcohol sponsor. Oh, yeah, even better, even better. Does he have a... Uh, he does, he does. He's affiliated with that Thai beer company that I can't remember the name of. Or Singa or whatever. Yeah, yeah, them, them. Um... All right, so there will be the beer sponsor. What other sponsors is Kimmy affiliated with? I don't know. Oh, that that Chinese power company that was memed a while ago. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, nonetheless, all right. What yeah, that, that chemical company. Um, Petronas or something. Let's not talk about chemical companies because that just brings up a um, an interesting topic. Nikita Mazepin, doesn't it? Okay, we have to talk about it sooner or later. Should we just? All right, we There's will. No s- doubt about it. He's gonna get arrested at one of the races. Absolutely, and the FIA has decided they've left him out of some. I can't remember what it was. They left him out of some sort of F1 drivers thing, and he also took the um, the number of uh somebody who's c- considering coming to F1, and that is too bad. Okay, wait. Um, the, his team River Haas could yeah. drive down. Um, drive down his salary until yeah. pretty much nothing. And he would have to stay pretty much. Because he, he can't get another seat at this point. Well, I think he can go back to Formula 2 because I'm pretty sure his dad created his own Formula 2 team. Yeah, well, they don't want him there. He'd probably no. get like, a, like, avoided by everybody. No, I'm pretty sure the high-tech Grand Prix team, I'm pretty sure that his dad actually literally from the ground up built and bought that team. Yeah, well, I mean, even if he built and bought it, no one's going to want to race with him. I mean, they could could be a one-car entry, that's the thing. Unless I'm very much mistaken, I'm pretty sure uh, teams can still be a one-car entry, even in F1, even though every single team has two. Okay, what I want to see is 20 teams with one car each. Because then they're all focused on one driver, and then there isn't, like, um, like a Bottas whose car doesn't really fit him. Yeah. And George Russell will be at a better team than um, Williams, or Williams will just be better, because they won't have to focus on stupid Latifi. The beacon. Yeah, they'd also spend a ton of less money. And, um, okay, the one thing I wonder is how tall is Lewis Hamilton? Like, he he's short, short in some photos, but then he was somewhat tall in some photos. 
So he's very short. He's almost as short as Lando. Lando's like mega short. No, but the uh, that new guy Yuki Sonoda. Oh my god, he he's two or something. He's barely as tall as the first, second, third place boards. You know. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, he he's quite small. Trying to switch the second, the first place board. Let's see. Oh right, right. Remember when he did switch that? Yuki Sonoda. Yeah, he is a small man. Yep. Alright, um, cool. Shall we go on and talk about Nick Heidfeld then, who I think should, I think at least, he is the best F1 driver to not win a race. What about Nico Hulkenberg? You're telling me you think Heidfeld is worse than Nico Hulkenberg? No, but, I mean... How many podiums does Nico Hulkenberg have? None. There's something okay. like one or two or something. Remember when he was at like, that Microsoft store or something? And he oh yeah, 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 children, yeah. And he was like, "How many races have you won?" And he's just like, no. "That was that was <laughs> unbelievable! Oh my and god!" The kids were so mean to him. Yeah, I, how many races have you won? <laughs> <laughs> Poor, stupid American kids who just don't understand the brilliance of Nico Hulkenberg. Shall I tell uh, you then? In America, yeah. Shall oh, I tell why you? Why they then? come to America, though? Like, I mean, why? Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, the U.S. Grand Prix—that was why. Oh, why do they have one of those? Why do they want to come here? I'm not sure, actually. I- I'm really not sure. Like, uh, by the way, so for those, nice. I know. I'm yeah. Just, can I leave here? Yeah. So, um, for those wondering, uh, you probably weren't, but you have—you know—it's now. Uh, Heidfeld has two fastest laps, a pole position, and 13 podiums. I'm pretty sure that makes him better than Hulkenberg. It's kind of funny how he hasn't won, though. Well, no, I mean, he got shafted by some engine rules in 2008. He would have won the um, the Canadian Grand Prix, and he also would have won with Williams in 2005 uh, when they had a good Ferrari engine. Ferrari would have won. No, 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 when I say shafted by some engine, I'm dead serious. He got a penalty before the race. Like, he was all set and ready to go win that race. And then Kubica, his teammate, walked on through and did, um, got the race win. Uh, Mm. but I believe that Heifel was a lot more deserving than Kubica that day. Even Mm. though Kubica, he he was good as well. Kubica. Yeah. I'm going to keep calling him Kubica. Yeah, but you know, the funny thing was about Kubica, when he had his massive rally accident in 2011 and almost tore off his arm, guess who replaced him? And got podiums, mind you. His arm? Just his arm? Uh, I I don't think it was his hand. I think it was almost his entire arm, because the barrier went through the car. No, I mean, if his arm came off, then why doesn't his arm just replace him while he gets better, and then... That's a good point. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll tell you then. Nick Heidfeld replaced him and he got a podium, right? In an uncompetitive Lotus car. I'm sorry, but his skill is undeniable. He should win races and he should be brilliant. Okay, even though. Speaking of Lotus. Oh, yes. I've seen like the Evora GT. No, but. They all have like racing stripes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, an Esprit drove by me yesterday. It was going like 100 miles per hour. I was surprised that it didn't kill somebody. 
It well, had that Aaron sentimentality. Series, it had that Aaron sentimentality. And like, can if you, you don't that? go for a gap, what? Can you, can we say that? The, you can't you... say that. The, the, uh, if you don't go for a gap, you're no longer a racing driver. That mentality. Oh, that part, yeah. Okay. I mean, he was I going like a hundred. Oh, Jesus, no. No, 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 no. This is going to be entirely misconstrued and clipped up and tossed on YouTube. No, no, God, no. Um, uh, no, no, I mean, he was weaving through cars like crazy, this man. It was unbelievable. But the S3, it kind of it looks like a rocket ship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've earned the right to drive like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, all right. And they're not exactly expensive, Lotus is. Yeah. Like, you can get a new Ebora for, like, $50,000. It's not bad. Yeah, the prices are not bad. You can get used ones for even cheaper. Yeah, well in, well in. Um, all right. You can buy an S3. Like, a nice-looking yeah. uh, black S3 with, like, a beautiful brown leather interior uh, for $31,000 with 21,000 miles on it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that is a brilliant price. Absolutely. Five-cylinder turbos. Yeah. Or four-cylinder turbos. Five speeds. Oh, is it five-speed manual or five-speed automatic? Five-speed manual. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Manuals. Well, obviously. I mean, if it was a front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, it would be a a bad thing for Lotus. Although, actually, I think the Avaya is an all-wheel drive. Isn't the have Avaya seen... all-wheel drive? Maybe, I think it must be. Uh, have you seen their new idea for like an SUV? The Lotus SUV? Yeah. Well, they are Chinese now, so yeah. Just don't yeah. even say that. Why? That's the Chinese fun. love SUVs. Yeah, but still. Okay, wait. Uh... No, it's true. The most sold car in China as of 2018 was a people carrier MPV called the Winglang Honglu. And that is an interesting looking car, although it, it sort of has a knockoff badge of an American car uh, or American truck. It's still a cool looking car, I gotta say. Have you seen like the Neo race car? Absolutely. That held the um, the electric record at the Nürburgring for a minute. It held and the then record. It, was... or it held the third place thing. Yeah, and then the uh, that crazy 911 uh, GT2 RS MR went around, and that was insane. Oh, that's so sad. They sold their effing team. Oh, real? I thought they were staying for the season and then leaving. EV startup Neo sells for its Formula E racing team. That is... And oh, just actually... when I started owning some. Of Neo stock? Yeah. I own oh, how are they part doing? of a stock. Um, I gotta say, like, if there's anybody who to invest in, it's Neo. Their electric battery technology is mint. It's brilliant, I gotta say. I own, like, $41. $41. $41. Oh, not bad. Yeah, I mean, I own We'll talk about that on a future podcast and see how far that's gone. Okay, which gave me the idea. You know how um, we're doing the formula, or a fantasy formula one? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. wish. For the rewards, should we wait till the end of the school year? Absolutely, yeah. And for the what, what is our budget for the reward? I think up to a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. We can give some sort of a mat. You know what we could do? We could give somebody a subscription to F One TV. I mean, that was quite good, and it is within that budget. Yes, or we could we could also give them like one of those fancy model car things or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. If it's under fifty dollars, I can. 
find many a fancy model car for that. In any scale, 1 to 18 or 1 to 43. Oh my In God. fact, I, I have a Lotus small, sitting on my desk right now. Like, the small, tiny, t- the tiny little, like, almost like Hot Wheels car things. Like 1 to the, 64? Like the tiny ones, whatever. I don't know what size it is, but they're so cute when they're, like, in their little, like, cases and all that stuff. Yeah, Rashab, like, I'll show you on Zoom later. I'll show you on Zoom later what mine looks like. Uh, it is... Very cute and small, I must say. Oh, yeah, you have your 919 Evo, right? Yeah, I have a 919 Evo and now a Lotus E21 as well. So it's in the same scale. It's quite cool. Although the Lotus has smaller wheels than the 919, which I was surprised about. But it is I, a long boy. I also had another big brain idea for the reward. Oh, yes, yes. We go could right give them a part of the company. Absolutely. Maybe a stock? I mean, the value the value is going insane right now. Wait, but... Let's see what a Ferrari stock is worth. Because um, Ferrari, I mean, I don't know. I think Ferrari. No, no, they should buy. If Williams is public, stock. they should buy Williams, or we should give them. I mean, Williams. I doubt it would be public because isn't it owned by Williams? Whatever, William. Williams, Williams, Williams Grand Prix Holdings. Oh wow, they actually went up. Wait, Ferrari NV, right? Isn't that the one that's like race or something? The NYSE. Ah. Williams stock has not done super well. Okay, wait, I want to see this. <laughs> oh my god, it, it's just gone. Nope. <laughs> oh yeah, poor Williams stock, that's crap. Stock. Okay, but we could give it to someone. Oh, $12.50. I mean, imagine when they start winning races, the value of Williams stock is going to go absolutely insane. Williams like, that Grand could be a good... Prix Holdings. Wantage or... Wait a minute. We could also give them Toyota. Yeah, that'd be good. Or Porsche. Porsche's like $7. Yeah. So we could give them, like, I don't know... How much would so it cost much. to pay for somebody's factory tour at the Williams Museum? Well, I mean, wouldn't they have to get to the Williams Museum? Oh, no, no, no. We wouldn't. We would not buy them a plane ticket because that's expensive. But well, yeah, <laughs> you're going to give them a ticket for something in England. If we give them, if, if we give them a non-refundable pass to the Williams factory tour, I think they would really enjoy that. Well, if they, Especially they considering that they like, have... We're in the middle of a pandemic right now. Absolutely, I did notice that, but I thought that could be a great reward. I mean, we probably won't be in a pandemic then, but still. Is, is that a keyword that I hear getting smashed in the background? No, it's a pen. Oh, okay, I thought you were smashing a keyboard on the table. Which I would don't completely be okay order. with. Oh, okay, alright. I, you know, I, 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 I gotta say... um. I was definitely considering buying some cheap keyboards on Amazon to um, just be able to smash them in video recordings. Because I'm thinking doing some um, face-to-camera videos soon. Okay, Because why not? How much would it, would it cost? How many shares of Porsche could you buy? Okay, so okay, how many members do we have? We have, like, nine members, right? Say. Of the club? F1 club? 
Yes, we'll just say that for money. Let's purposes. just say nine. Yeah, yeah, monetary purposes. Okay, how? What's their budget? At nine people. Roughly a hundred and fifty dollars. Roughly. A- absolutely. I mean, that would that would be almost field trip budget for the club. Hmm. Okay. Wait, I've we'll heard clubs have gone over that, but Mr. Lawhead is not happy. Yeah, let's just say 100 for right, running purposes. Let's say 140 because All right, cool. that that's works. easy to work with. Considering yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's seven bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Porsche. Oh, yeah, you can buy a good chunk of shares. We could buy like uh, almost 20 shares, like 19.39058177. Round up, we can get. You know, you can get 20 shares of Porsche. I think anybody yeah, would enjoy that. I mean, not any, not everybody would enjoy that. Who? You're telling me somebody would not enjoy that? Elon Musk. Elon Musk wouldn't enjoy it. Elon Musk would not enjoy Volkswagen stock, which is going to do well once they finish their Volkswagen ID. Oh, or... is that the EV? That have you seen the electric van or whatever? Yeah, the ID Buzz. That thing is brilliant looking, yeah. and it's supposed to be quite speedy as well. Which is a luxury van too. Absolutely. I mean, that is a vehicle that I'm very excited for in the coming year. Um, okay, the I mean, there's a lot of Volkswagens, but this though, is what I'm really excited about. The one thing they're always missing is a bathroom. Yeah, I mean, if they, they put a stove in one, they put a stove and a sink in one, but they didn't put a bathroom in. They could sort of do like the old, you know, buses of the 1970s approach, which is just let it, you know, fall onto the street. But I don't think modern health and safety would allow that, would it? Well, they allow that. All right. In that like, case, last yeah. Last time I went to India, which was like 2015, the, okay. the trains, bathrooms, they just are a hole in the bottom of the train. Which really? Is fun. R- really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, uh, speaking of urinals, India, you need to have a good um, you need to have a good aim for the urinals because those are just a hole. There's no like actual urinal. Jesus. Speaking of India, uh, I was seeing on the news that somebody tried to steal a car in India. Uh, these two people tried to steal a car in India. The person Tesla. though, no, 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 it was like Tesla a Kia. just expanded to India. Okay, the person then drove off, and these thieves were like, ah, oh, ah, oh, we've missed our chance. But the person then reverses in, and at this point, they're driving at, like, 20 miles per hour and smashes into these two people, and they go <laughs> flying. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say only in India, because that could be construed as racist, but I am going to say that... in Russia, too, though. That is a good point. Only in India and Russia. I mean, that is special. Only that is something you don't see all the time. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. I mean, you would not see that, that sort of stuff in America. You see that through Asia. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. In America, they don't do that with, like... With no, no, cars. we've got they too many lawyers. Like, pickup trucks. We've got way too many lawyers. <laughs> but they also do it with pickup trucks. Absolutely, yeah. If you have a pickup right. truck, it's, oh, it's okay. And it's, I mean, like, if you hit someone with your pickup truck, the, no one's ever gonna find them, so it's okay. <laughs> All well, right. If you have a Mustang, if you have a Mustang, it's gonna happen eventually. Oh, and it's gonna happen sooner than you think it will. Always. Brad, did you see that the Tacoma police ran into some people who were watching like uh like a Mustang do burnouts? Are you kidding me? You're kidding me, right? No. 
Oh, oh she's trying to police. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right. Um, final few topics I want to run through then. Uh, Daytona. Oh, my God. oh yes. I just saw. Okay, I, I'm. I was just looking at Instagram currently. Yep. And one of the um, it was even a sponsored post because I sometimes look at real estate on like, on my phone. Like, yep. have you ever seen the South Sotheby's or whatever? Yeah, yeah Sotheby's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I just saw this eleven million dollar house. I was literally looking at this house the other day. Okay. It's literally in Oregon. Yep. Yep. And now I feel like I feel like every app on my phone is just watching me. Like they All just right. know what I'm doing. So, day. is it advertising to you now, Sotheby's that house? No, it's not even. It's not even advertising. It's just Ooh. one of the posts that was on my feed. Oh, creepy! That is so creepy. I, I mean, like that is house. It's an eleven million dollar house that has a boat garage built in. Yeah, I gotta say that sort of thing is just brilliant. I mean, I who decided that? It was, like, I mean, did someone just say, "Oh"? I don't want to walk from my boathouse to my regular house. I want it to be built in here. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't mind that. I think it's okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I kind of like it, but when it floods, it's not going to be all that fun. Well, you wouldn't want to have it in an ocean area. You want to have it probably in a lake well, I mean, or maybe in a, a lagoon. Lake. Lakes flood in winter. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. I'd have it in Maine. The lake sizes there are pretty reliable. I'd have it in Switzerland. That's a good point. Yeah, it's Japan very pretty has there. So many lakes. Yeah, indeed, very pretty. I feel uh, like we talked about F one for like ten minutes in this whole like podcast. Exactly, which is why for the next like ten minutes, I've got to run through some quick things. Uh, the virtual Daytona twenty four hours happened with Fernando Alonso in it, and Fernando did not win it. Shock horror! He's not great at esports, so don't hate <laughs> Fernando Alonso. Well, he's kind of old. Kind of makes sense. Well, I mean. People were thinking, oh, he's going to win the virtual 24 hours of law. He didn't. People were like, well, why did Fernando not win? I mean, the guy is a racing car driver, not an esports driver. There is a difference. Also, I, want, I think I it glitched. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing, Giolano Alessi, John Alessi's son, has left the Ferrari Driver Academy. Um, there seems to be really no reason why he did this other than the fact that he wants to race in Asia, which doesn't make sense because they only have, like, Formula 3 series there and not an Asian Formula 2. So I- I'm generally confused about that. Rashad, do you have any insight on that one? Okay, but the thing in Asia is, I mean, I feel like the standard's a little bit lower for racing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're trying to get a Toyota seat. Toyota seats are extremely hard to get. Absolutely. those The racing series for Toyota, yeah, that's very difficult. But, bro, Toyota sports cars are actually decent. Like, the Supra. Yeah, yeah. The old yeah. Supra, the 90s. Not the new one, not the new one. And the Celica, the old Celica. Brilliant, brilliant car. Um, and I kind of like the uh, Camry S or whatever. Is that the sports one with the giant rear wing? I think that's either the S or the GR. Okay. All right. Oh, but have you seen the like the what you call it? Um, the NASCAR one or whatever. The one that has a V eight in it. Oh uh, no, I have not. I was talking about the oh okay wait, the one I was talking about earlier is a Camry TRD. I think it's the TRD S or something. Okay. All right. 
All right. Uh, do you mind, then, Trump, if I quickly run through the confirmed schedule as it stands right now on yeah, January 26th for F1? Uh, we're going to do this uh, as the couple next podcasts happen because there still is a race that is to be chosen, and we want to keep you guys updated. So the 28th of March, you've got the Bahrain Grand Prix. 18th of April, you've got Imola. On the 2nd of May, it's still to be chosen. You don't know that yet. 9th of May, you've got the Spanish Grand Prix. The 23rd of May, you've got the Monaco Grand Prix. 6th of June, Azerbaijan Grand Prix. 13th of June, Canadian Grand Prix. 27th of June, the French Grand Prix. Not excited for that one. Uh, 4th of July, Austrian Grand Prix. Again. Yeah, that's at the track where you can't overtake because the straights are too long and then the corners are meh. Mm. Good for you. And then the uh, yeah the Austrian Grand Prix is over my birthday weekend again, so that's exciting. Yay! Uh, the eighteenth of July is the British Grand Prix. The first of August is the Hungarian Grand Prix. Twenty ninth of August is the Belgian Grand Prix. The fifth of September is the Dutch Grand Prix at Zandvoort. Uh, the twelfth of September is the Italian Grand Prix. The twenty sixth of September is the Russian Grand Prix. Another very meh race. The third of October is the Singapore Grand Prix. Yay, that is definitely not a, not a meh race. The 10th of October is the Japanese Grand Prix. The 24th of October is the U.S. Grand Prix. Uh, the 31st of October is the Mexican Grand Prix. The 7th of November is the Brazilian Grand Prix. The 21st of November is the Australian Grand Prix. I'm confused about that one. The 5th of December is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. And the 12th of December is the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. So two consecutive race weekends at the end of the season. Uh, that's what we have confirmed at the moment. Uh, Rashad, mm. any races that you're super excited for now? Not particularly. Alright. That's a very, very positive outlook. <laughs> I mean, Monaco is always fun. Yeah. Austria is going to be great. Mons is going to be great. Belgium better be great. Um, it's always fun. Spa is always interesting. No matter what happens, it could be a boring race, but it's still an interesting race. Well, no matter it was what. like 2018 or something when there was like a huge crash or something. Uh, no, it was 2019 where Hubert died, right? Uh, maybe. Or was that 2018? Oh, Antoine Hubert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 2019. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a very sad incident. That was a Formula 2 crash for those and who don't Pierre know. Gasly. Yeah. Podium. Oh, yeah, that was at the Italian Grand Prix. Um, that is win. Win, actually, yeah. I think Gasly's overrated. And a lot of people do rate him highly, but I, I'm not so sure about it. I mean, I feel like he's really unpredictable. Completely unpredictable. I mean... Like, I mean, he's fine, but he's No podiums really at Red Bull, and then a race win at a podium at Toro Rosso. I mean, this guy is so confusing. I don't get him. All right, uh, and then I just wanted to mention this. Congratulations to us and to all you listeners. We have hit 300 listens on the podcast. Thank you all so much. We got like another 100 listens from 200 to 300 in record speed. Pretty unbelievable, I gotta say. Um, so we've, we've gone over 300 listens right now, and the listening time of the podcast themselves has actually been quite high. Like, people do a lot of us talking. Which is pretty surprising. I didn't know that people like listening to us that much. Um, yeah, I'm quite surprised I can't for that. even listen to us. Yeah, sometimes I don't listen to the entire podcast. I've never listened to an entire podcast. Really? Sometimes I listen to it's... them when I'm editing videos. 
Yeah, I, I just, I mean, our podcast, I just can't hear myself talk. Like, it just bothers me a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think the way that recording softwares record us and other people talking, it, it's a bit off. I don't know what it is, but it's always off-putting to hear yourself talk on a software like this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, any parting words, then, Rashab? Anything else? No, I don't think so. All right, brilliant. In that case, thank you all for listening. Thanks for 300 listeners. We cannot wait to see you all next week uh, with more F1 news and more plane news. We'll maybe have settled the down payment for our plane. Yay. All right, great. Thanks, y'all. Bye. How much is a down payment? Actually, I don't know. That would be something to check uh, before we leave. In that case, down payment on okay, a wait plane. A, minute. a down payment, we'll just estimate about 20%. Depends on which plane you're talking about. If we end up with that Boeing Max, I mean, it's going to be a couple million. That would be a hundred. That would be like twenty million dollar down payment. Yeah, it'd be a pretty expensive down payment. So you might want to start with like a good point. We're going to want to go with the Cessna. In fact, actually, expensive. You know what? Guess what's flying outside my window right now? What? There is a max flying outside of my window right now. I can see it. How can you identify a plane just by seeing it outside your window? So, it has the wingtips that has the two splits okay, on the okay, bottom of it, and it has the engine chevrons. Okay, wait, maybe we should get a water plane. A seaplane. Yes. Seattle. Yes, a seaplane. That's what we're going to do. Seaplane. Those are expensive, though. Very expensive. And complicated to run. Very complicated to run. I don't know about yeah. that. All right, no seaplane then. Uh, maybe we're just going to stick to the Cessna. What about a helicopter? Yeah, that was a good. We're looking up those. Helicopter. Yeah. Okay, yep. We've decided a helicopter. Helicopter in. sake studio recording production copyright i'm not quite sure the day thank you for listening goodbye